is decoding the crime verse. 911, what's your emergency? Welcome to Decoding the Crime Verse. I am Nolte Lee. And I am Danny. And today we are bringing you a Halloween special because, well, today is the 28th, but Halloween is on Monday. Yep. Not that I believe or celebrate Halloween, nope. but we thought Halloween crime, why not? Yeah. <laughs> so today we're going to dive into the case of the Lisk family massacre, a family which was murdered on Halloween morning. I honestly believe this person just took Halloween too far. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure there's a lot of murders that happen on Halloween. Well, it's a there's very a lot evil... of... I know there's a lot of kidnapping and stuff that happens. Yeah. On, and also like satanic sacrifices that yeah. occur on Halloween. Halloween. So it's not for me, guys. Nah, um, I'm good. I'll stick with Christmas. Yeah, I like Christmas <laughs> and Easter. <laughs> those are for me. Yeah, that, those, those ones, yeah. <laughs> so one young teen in Ohio would return to his family home on the day of Halloween and while nothing seemed out of the ordinary at first his afternoon would slowly progress into the worst kind of nightmare imaginable. Today takes us to the state of Ohio more specifically North Ohio which borders one of America's largest lake which is named Lake Erie which is Fitting for this case. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why live there? <laughs> and a little fact about Lake Erie. It's so massive that it spans across four U.S. states and Canada. I'm not surprised that we're in the U.S. and it's a teen that's committed the crime. No, Can why, I just why? say this? It's, yeah. it's just a pattern at this point. <laughs> <laughs> On a long, sparsely populated road, we find the house of the Lisk family where William or as we're going to call him, Billy Lisk, and his wife, Susan Lisk, along with their three sons, lived. Two of the sons were from Susan's previous marriage, and then we had William Lisk Jr., which was from Billy's previous marriage. Yeah. Now, William was, well, he at this point, at the time of the murders, no longer lived with the rest of the family due to troubling circumstances, but we'll get into that as we go on. The family had a relatively happy existence. They were religious country folk and the boys growing up and they went to church every Sunday and were even in the church choir. Yeah. One of the family's favorite pastime, especially for Billy and his sons, was hunting. Guys, I feel like hunting is just a bad idea. For like kids. for why? All the serial killers what? go hunting as children. Exactly. I'm just like honestly. <laughs> Although at a glance life seemed to be pretty pleasant, there was m a much more sinister issue lurking in the background, and there, this is where we turn to focus on Billy Lisk and his son William. So. William grew up a very angry child and would often bully other children and cause fights and problems whenever he played. And his parents actually, at this point, just thought he was a naughty child. Yeah. He would continue to get into trouble with the law and with school as he grew older. And at 15, Billy finally met Susan and then actually got married much later that year in 2001. And although they had found love and were happy in their marriage, William was infuriated. In fact, 
he cl- he quoted that he hated his stepmother. Hectic. The following year, a distressing call to law enforcement would be made by Billy over his son William after he threatened to harm himself, and this would mark the very beginning of a drastic decline in William's mental health and behavioral issues. He started to become more reckless, his anger growing more turbulent and his actions more daring. In 2004, after yet another argument with his stepmother, the 17-year-old William would strike her hard in the chest, resulting in William being charged with assault. William disliked his stepmother and it was no secret and she was scared of him too. His violent outbursts and incessant lack of respect was very worrying. In fact, just two months after striking Susan in the chest, William would get into another argument with her and bashed a coffee mug at her and then stole but her But he's car. not normal. No. And Susan did press charges. However, they actually didn't go through because of mental health Issues. Issues. So upon a mental health assessment, William would be deemed unfit for trial and was diagnosed with schizoaffective disorder and would eventually, re- which would eventually result in being him being removed from the house by his father and placed into a group home for mental patients by the shore of Lake Erie. And although William was now receiving treatments that he so sorely needed, he would continue to be a danger to those around him. Mm. He was involved with the law three times during his stay at the group home. In one of the instances, he actually had an all-out brawl with his father when William had returned to the house after treatment. In autumn of 2004, when William was only 18 years old, it was early one morning, um, Susan was taking a shower and William entered the bathroom as an attempt to attack her. Susan did manage to fend him off, but she was traumatized. Obviously, Billy was now furious with his son. I mean, she's taking a shower. Yeah. Where are you going? What is your... You and the you? father actually then kicked William out onto the streets. And since he was now 18 years old, he was no longer a minor and had to fend for himself. Yeah. It was at this stage that William started growing even further apart from his family. And although he'd lived close enough to visit them, he didn't see them often. And when he did, arguments would often ensue. Yeah. A few years would pass of this dynamic and all in the meanwhile, William was still being treated for schizoaffective disorder, but the treatment was self-administered and often without discipline. So he had the tablets at home, wasn't actually taking them. Yeah. Mm. Sorry. One day his therapist actually deemed him a danger to himself and others and he was hospitalized in 2007 to be kept under surveillance for proper treatment. However, Billy never gave up on William and actually uh, got an order to get William out of hospital and applied for guardianship. I would have left the child there, but anyway. <laughs> I feel well. so rude saying that, but mm. I mean, that's a father. That's yeah. a father's love. William would officially stay at a halfway house, but he'd often visited his father at his father's home. And again, the dynamic was very turbulent and not very nice. And everyone knew they kind of didn't, everyone knew everyone hated each other, yeah. <laughs> basically. And the only benefit was this kept William out of hospital. Even worse... Neighbors around the family, one by one, started losing their family pets, often suspecting William to have tortured and killed both local and domestic animals. And That's when you don't allow this person to come this to your house. Red 
because flag. Yes, it red is. Red flag. Guys, we've said this before. If you know someone who's killing animals, please. Especially if they're stay torturing away. and. No. Uh, nah, stay away. Uh, 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 it's, uh. It is a sign of sociopath and psychological problems. Yeah. And His, they get a thrill from it. Yeah. His mental health wasn't getting any better either. It was quite the opposite. It was actually getting worse. And while his behavior kept was being kept in line, it wasn't necessarily being maintained. We're now going to skip forward to the 31st of October, 2010, Halloween. So the rest of Ohio had trick-or-treating on their mind, yeah. as the Americans do. It's not a very big thing in South Africa, is it? Like I used to when I was a kid. Did you? Yeah. I wasn't allowed. <laughs> My parents were like, I can't go get candy. Now looking back, I'm like, <laughs> It was around 9.30 in the morning when 16-year-old Devin Griffin, who was one of William's stepbrothers, so one of Susan's sons, returned back to the family home. He had been staying with his biological father. Yeah. Devin entered the Lisk household before proceeding to his room to get changed because despite it being Halloween, he was going to church because it was a Sunday and yeah. he was going to go sing in the choir. Yeah. Devin changed his clothes before heading back downstairs towards the front door when he accidentally bumped into William, which was kind of odd because William was not normally allowed to be left alone in the home. Yeah. Nevertheless, he noticed that the sofa had been made into a bed and the two briefly spoke. William asked Devon where he was going, how long he was going to be and how he was getting there, which was very uncharacteristic of William mm. because he was often described as gloomy and slow. And so this talkativeness was a bit weird and he also seemed happy. Mm. William almost kept to himself, but Devon brushed this off and gave William the answers and carried on with his to go to the Sunday service yeah. and this week the Sunday service was actually quite a long one and after performing in the choir he headed back home around the afternoon the yeah. house was still quiet but he kind of just felt everyone had their own Sunday plans so he just was like okay I'm gonna go play video games in my bedroom yeah <laughs> after a few hours he removed his headsets and made his way downstairs to the kitchen and realized there was still darkness and the house was dead quiet and he's like Where's my family? Like, yeah. what's going on? So he made his way to check in on his parents. So he went to his parents' bedroom and he opened the door and he could see that they were still in bed and his mom's foot was poking out from the duvet covers, but the duvets had been pulled over their heads. Mm -hmm. So Devin walked up to the side of his mother's bed and started calling her name and giving her a poke, but there was no response. Yeah. He then turned his attention to the top of the duvet and he pulled it down slowly and obviously saw a lot of red blood. Yeah. Now, at first, he actually thought this was a Halloween prank because the family was known to pull these type of, yeah, like, scary hectic. pranks. But as he started to pull the cover more, he's like, no, this is real blood. Yeah. This is real. Yeah. And he said, like, the smell of copper was oh. unbearable and things like that. He screamed and sprinted out the bedroom and out the house without looking for his brother, Derek, which is his, obviously Susan's other son, yeah. or William. In a panic state, he called his aunt, Laurie, who then and tried to explain to her what he'd just found. And in response, Laurie then called 911 before rushing to the house. Yeah. As authorities arrived, they were faced with a very gruesome scene, pulling back the covers in the master bedroom to reveal the bodies of Susan and Billy Lisk. Billy had been shot five times in the face, oh still lying in the position he had fallen asleep in the night before. And Susan had been shot three times in the head. But unlike Billy, she had been found sprawled under the covers as she had been moved. And forensics showed she had been assaulted after death. So, I mean, he was clearly unhappy yeah. with this woman. Yeah. 
Upon further exploration of the house, the police were halted by a locked door, and when they eventually opened it, it led to Derek Griffin's bedroom, where they found Derek still curled up in a fetal position, and he'd been murdered with blood force trauma, trauma to the head. Mm. Within the house, authorities found a bloody hammer which matched the wounds and injuries sustained by Derek. It had been determined that one by one the family had been killed in their sleep. First Derek, then the father, and finally Susan. Muddy footprints were then found around the house which led to the pond in the back of the garden. At first, police suspected that the gun that was used to kill Susan and Billy had been disposed of in the pond, but after they strained the pond, they found nothing. The neighbours who were interviewed by the police revealed that they'd heard a gunshots around 6.30 in the morning of Halloween. These reports suggested that Devon returned back to the house that morning before going to choir and his family had already been murdered. Hmm. So his family were lying dead in the house. And he didn't know. And he didn't know. Even worse, they were still there when he returned later to play video games. So he'd been playing games for hours while his family had been lying dead in the house. Wait, did this guy like Devin? Because why did he let him go? That's my thing. Why did he let Devin go? Because, I mean, I understand why he would have been so happy and whatever. He had just gotten rid of the the person he hated most in the world. Why let Devin go? But then again, Devin was the only one in the house going to church. You guys go to church on Sunday. I promise you, like, why was everyone else sleeping while this man is going to church? He was, I, so I believe it might have been protection, maybe. It, might, it probably was protection, everyone but, else my, was but dead. my, 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 no my thing is, like, he, if he wanted to, William could have tackled him. And he, right there, because right everyone there else was dead. dead. Who was going to protect him? That was it. William wasn't fine in the head. Mm. So, the alarming question now was whether on earth was William. Yeah. The family vehicle was also missing from the property, so they assumed with the missing brother, a missing car, and a troubled history, obviously he became the primary suspect. And it didn't take police long to find him, as he was actually back at the family cabin 170 miles away, as surveillance footage had actually captured him at a subway grabbing a sandwich. They found him on the porch of the cabin by deputies with a cigarette in his mouth and his sandwich not eaten yet. William was initially charged with only one count of murder and this was just so they could hold him until he was seen by a jury. The following month on November of 2010 he was charged with not three but six counts of aggravated murder which he pled not guilty to all the charges. He was then held in Ottawa County Jail with his bail set to three million until the second trial was held. And with the state of Ohio accepting capital punishment, William knew that the death penalty was a real possibility. Mm. So he changed his plea to guilty at his hearing, accepting the guilt of three counts of aggravated murder in exchange that the death penalty would be removed from his possible sentences. William was eventually found guilty and sentenced to three life sentences in prison without the possibility of parole. At the sentencing, William would apologize for killing his family members, blaming mental illness and Satan for his actions. In March of 2015, at the young age of 29, William was found dead in his cell from self-inflicted, from a self-inflicted wound. Cases that involve mental health disorders actually often highlight the lack of proper treatment or regulation of medication, and the story was no different as William had trouble keeping discipline with his medication, despite those around him seeking help for his regressive 
mental health. And it's quite sad that his father cared for him so deeply and never gave up on him. A twisted side note to this case is that the very next morning after the Lisk family murders, Billy's sister tragically died in an accidental fire inside her own garage. So the grandmother lost basically everyone in Except the space Devin. of 48 hours. Yeah, Which is very crazy but, for me. But Devin was a step-grandson, so it wasn't even proper family. Mm. First of all, mm. the church thing gets me. <laughs> but second of all, I do believe it was demonic in a way because, like, who kills people and then sits in the house yeah. and then later goes and grabs a sandwich? And just sits on a porch waiting. And the fact... I'm not even going to lie. The fact it happened on Halloween. What happened to his mom? Because it seems like something... Like, he was unhappy like that... she died. Just, I think she just passed away. But then, like, I don't get him. I can Google what happened to his mother. Because I would think that if his dad left his mom, he was unhappy with his stepmom. Because his stepmom doesn't sound like she was horrible to him. Because... Ew. is what he looks like. You listeners can Google. A picture of him. Mm. The dad, the stepmom. And, and the, the brother. brother. That, that is killed. so sad. That's so sad. Devin was left on his own. Literally with his aunt. Laurie. That is so insane. Uh-uh. I honestly believe that <laughs> cases like these where... And I've seen a lot where kids are killing their families in America. I don't know what's happening with the kids in America, guys. Can we please like get to the kids in America? Because there's definitely something wrong especially with all the school shootings we've seen as well i just like again i want to know remember we were speaking about jeffrey Dahmer. what is the actual psychological um when i was speaking to the criminal psychologist she was basically saying mm -hmm. um that that's from last week's show if you last haven't listened yes she was saying that um she doesn't believe it's like one sign or like signs that can tell you mm -hmm. um, if a person is going to become a murderer or not. Because I was asking her about Jeffrey Dahmer yeah. and about him killing the animals. And she says yeah. um, that it could be a sign, but we can't say... A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Because at the end of the day, it is a decision that yeah. is made to become a serial killer. But at the same time as hearing her point of view, I also think to a large extent, it is mainly satanic. Because yeah. even when we look at Jeffrey Dahmer, he had the satanic Bible all, yeah. and all of that. I just, I mean, to to go from room to room. And killing. I honestly feel like it's demonic. I mean, the Bible even says the I devil comes to steal, kill, I, and destroy. If you're killing... If he killed, obviously if he killed Derek first with a hammer, that wouldn't have woke, like... I mean, Why, though? Is he not screaming? Okay, if you are sleeping and you get hit in the head, you're basically dead already. My thing is, if then he went and he shoots the father, the mother would have woken up. Mm. Which also would have explained why she why was she not was in the mood. Mm. And he shot his father five times in the face. So I what also think... Because what Exactly. My thing is, like, your father has... Your father keeps you out of hospital... Mm. Hospitalized... <laughs> that word <laughs> that word <laughs> her father keeps you out of hospital like 
he has cared for you. He even brought you back into the home. Yeah. And here you are shooting him even more. I would have expected him to go worse on the mom because yeah. he blatantly hated the mother. Yeah. But maybe he hated his father even more for marrying, marrying the, the mother. Mom. He was like, why did you bring us into this family? family. And they might, okay, they might have I mean, been get, signs I mean, there's of... often, there's often times, you know, in like stupid movies where like, um, like the father gets remarried and then like the stepmother's like a real, real nasty person or like there's the whole thing of like the, the child's really upset because now it's feels like replacement what i mean there's often times that's brought up in movies do you understand yeah. do you get what but I'm i feel like it's a stigma but that has been built into us yes, by movies though. exactly but with this i mean this is su- but i feel the mental yeah he was already not fine yeah he was the fact that he was a problem as a child mm. and even before the mom the stepmom arrived mm. he was getting into trouble at school and with the law already problems yeah and i i was tempted to go maybe she did treat him horribly but honestly the moment you punch me in the chest you're not coming back to my house like i don't care what your father is saying to me you are not coming back to my house i'm I'm sorry sorry. the fact that she allowed him to come back to the house means she wasn't horrible no exactly that i would never also wouldn't left back now yeah even the whole point where he was actually threatening to kill himself and do self-harm in the house like already i'm like what, wait, why are you here? Yeah. Go to the hospital. Exactly. Like, so, and the father obviously would have had to discuss, okay, I don't want him to be in hospital, so I'm bringing yeah, him back. And, okay, this is what and, and she agreed. It also said he didn't get along with the stepbrothers as well. Mm. But, no, something messed in his head. Yeah. I can't find what happened to his mom. Yeah. There's nothing on it. Devin was definitely protected. I do yeah. feel like it was demonic and he was protected from this so demonic guys, attack. So if you're not going to church on yeah, Sunday, to go sing in the choir, guys, wear your nice voices. <laughs> one of the many reasons you should yeah, be going to church. There definitely is protection. I mean, definitely. he still even asked him, "What time are you coming back? Where are you going?" Because my initial thing. Because my initial thing is when I thought he was asking all these questions, I thought he was going to kill them. I then. thought he was going to kill them afterwards. Mm. They're like, okay, he's going to be gone for like. Three hours. Yeah, I've got three hours. I've got time. Mm. I must make sure I'm done by 1 p.m. Because that's when he's going to... I must be Mm. out of the house. Mm. But the fact... Because another thing is, what happens if... Do you think it would have been different if Devin had found the bodies and then was running out and bumped into William then? They would have been... Then William would have attacked. Yeah. That's why I think there's protection. Because how did he not... Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? And also the fact that, like, I don't even know. He let him walk out the door. He was right there. Yeah, I mean, if should, I'm killing the whole family, I'm honest, killing all of you. In my honest opinion, David should be dead. Yeah. All natural accounts. Like, he went to the brother's room. He went to the mother and father's room. Mm. Also, Devin is a very deep sleeper. But Devin was at his biological father. Remember, he wasn't at the house that oh, night. Oh, okay, yes. He ran into change. Yeah, he came okay. into change for church. Yeah. So, yes, that is the Halloween murders that happened in 2010. Mm. Uh, Definitely, definitely a gruesome one. I hope Devin is It's also a lot to kill your own father. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. Honestly, really missed. But that is all for this week. We will see you next time. But from now until next time, no mourners. No funerals.
you're listening to of course you of do course you of course follow us on all social media platforms and engage with us subscribe to us on apple podcasts and youtube this is really on demand what you want when you want it it's active fm Active FM, the Netflix of radio, but better.